0: Hello, you've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group, coming to you from a very windy Boulder, Colorado on April 8th, 2020. I hope this finds you healthy and comfortable. My family certainly is and we've enjoyed the hospitality and the safety that uh, the Colorado community has provided to us. As a small business owner, I have to keep an eye out on my payroll, just like so many other people right now who are trying to keep engaged in their business practices and deal with many of the financial consequences that we mostly fear are on the horizon. I thought it would be appropriate to take a couple of minutes to address the Payroll Protection Program under the CARE Act that was just signed by the federal government into law these last couple of weeks. I am a property insurance lawyer. That means is I spend most of my time suing and beating up very large insurance companies. I'm not a corporate lawyer, but as a lawyer, I know how to look at a law and work my way through it as best I can. And I have had the benefit of reaching out to people who are really the experts on this program, the payroll protection program that is designed to bridge the gap over the next couple of months especially for smaller companies like my own that, you know, that work with uh, smaller numbers of employees. And so what I wanna do for, for just a couple of moments is to present this to you and perhaps you or a colleague may benefit from exploring this. And so we're pretty far along in the process at my law firm and I'll be able to give you even more updates as our application is processed. Uh, Let's begin with this. I'm a law firm that employs about a dozen people, 14 specifically, and under the Payroll Protection Program, if you have fewer than 500 employees, which I'm going to assume is most of the people that I would be communicating with, that you can apply for what looks like a loan, but if treated properly, turns out to be a grant or let's use a more specific word, a gift, because we are going to be able to apply to the payroll protection program through a participating bank that will examine your payroll costs and then provide you an advance of 2.5 months. Now, you're going to see this 2.5 number come up a couple different ways. What they're really saying is, 250% 250% of your monthly payroll costs and they define what payroll costs are to include things as salaries but also other payroll expenses. For example, even if you pay, um, obviously if you pay state and local taxes on that employee, that's going to be included in there. If you pay for health care expenses up to a certain amount, that can be included in there as well. And so this is something that can provide a substantial lump sum payment to you in the short term that's processed through the, through the Small Business Administration. Now, let me say something about the SBA. I'm a, I've been a small business owner since 2002 at uh, various sizes. And I can tell you we've never looked to the SBA for loans. A lot of that just has to do with the kind of business we have Uh, We work better with banks, and banks usually like hanging out with lawyers. Uh, But if you're uh, traditionally someone who wouldn't look at the SBA for other reasons, here's the good news. A lot of the limitations created by the SBA don't apply to the Payroll Protection Program. Let me give you an example. If you've ever applied to an SBA loan, you know that you have to... That is called a Stellar J, and you'll notice my big cat is sitting right here paying very close attention. Let's see what happens next. But back to the payroll protection program, the idea is the SBA is traditionally supposed to be a lender of last resort, which means you can't apply to the SBA unless you've attempted to go into the private market and you weren't able to find financing. That's not, that rule doesn't apply here. They're simply using the SBA as an administrative uh, vehicle to deliver the promises of the Payroll Protection Program. You do not apply directly to the SBA or to any program for the PPP. Instead, what you do is you find a participating bank and they will process your application for you. Couple of comments about that. First of all, the bank gets paid, but they get paid by the government. Do not allow anyone to charge you a fee for this purpose. I've already seen people out doing that. Do not do that because the banks are getting paid, I believe, 5% on the money for processing these loans. And so don't let anybody charge you a fee. The other is you can find a participating bank on the SBA website But I want to caution you that I went on the website just a few minutes ago and my bank was not listed as a participating lender, even though they are. My suggestion to you would be if you have an existing bank relationship, I'm assuming it's a small business you do, you've ever borrowed more than $100 from them, you should go to them and they will work with you if they're a participating lender. Most of the larger lenders are obviously on board, the Wells Fargo's, the Bank of America, the Fifth Thirds, uh, Chase, all the big ones. But I prefer working with community banks because I like walking into a bank and knowing the manager. If I have a problem with a check, no problem. But if you don't have a relationship with a community bank, this might be a good time to do that because the community banks are really where you're going to be able to get some traction faster. Because if you contact Bank of America, for example, I suspect it's going to take a few days or weeks for you to get in line for an application. When I applied, I had my guy on the the phone within 48 hours, and the application's already been submitted, and we're hoping that that process will occur and will be funded here relatively soon. All right, so I've addressed who would apply. Well, anyone who has employees, but there are going to also be circumstances where if you are a sole proprietor, you can apply for your own payroll. And that includes people who are independent contractors working for other people. Now I'm not saying that you just need to raise your hand and say, I worked three months last year for a particular individual and this is what I get paid. There are some rules and there are going to be some hoops that you jump through, but let's let's identify all the people who are must applicants if you pay any money on payroll and you have fewer than 500 employees i want you to tell me you're going to apply because i think it's worth your time it's a two or three page application even it might not even be three pages long and what do they need by way of documentation well they will look at your payroll expenses and your average payroll expenses for the prior year and so you would wanna be able to produce payroll records consistent with these employees. Now, that's gonna get a little goofy if you have uh, maybe employees coming and going. I don't have that problem. Uh, that's, a, that's a luxury, uh, but uh, meaning that most of my employees have worked for me for several years. But if you have new employees coming in and out, that may affect how much you can apply per employee. But the good news on that is the definition of what you get paid for, that payroll expense, is broader than just salaries. It includes a lot of other things, and I believe overlaps with even some mortgage expenses or rent expenses that you might have that can get pulled into that. The only comment I got back from one of my business consultants was don't be, we're gonna be conservative in terms of what we asked for because we knew we were probably gonna max out we're gonna max out because some of the employees make more than $100,000. That's one of the other limitations, is that it will only pay you up to $100,000 per employee. And so if you had some employee that makes $105,000 a year, you're only gonna get that 8300 a month, which gets you right up to 100000 And so you'll get the money, and what happens next? Well, according to the existing application guidelines now, You will have to spend that money on payroll expenses defined by the act by June 30. Now, the issue that's coming up in the media is the application time is getting a lot longer, and it looks like a lot of people wouldn't be getting the money within eight weeks of June 30th. See, that's the magic time frame. Uh, The eight weeks is really how much time... going to give you to spend this money and why do you want to spend this money well don't hold on to it because if you hold on to it it becomes a loan and so if you only spend 80 percent of the money they give you and and you know what it's not a bad loan i think the loan rates i was seeing if you let's say you wanted to spend some on payroll and others to maybe get caught up on some other expenses there's some sense in that but know that if you don't spend it on a defined payroll expense it's going to become a loan but it could be a really good loan for you depending on what your business is. I, and let's be honest, there's gonna be some serious limits in the near future on access to credit vehicles for small businesses. It's not that it's ever been easy to get money loaned to small businesses, but it's gonna get a hell of a lot harder now. So it may make business sense for you not to spend it on payroll. But so if you don't spend it on payroll, It becomes a loan, and it's repayable over, I think, a five-year period of time, and I may have heard an interest rate of 3.75. Not bad. Now, remember that the Fed is now at the, the federal rate of lending to banks happens to be zero. So the banks are doing pretty well with this, and you might be able to find a bank that loans you money, especially if you can secure it with something else. All right, so we know who should apply. We know what you're applying for. We know the amount of time that it might take, but it might take longer. And you're going to go to an SBA approved lender under this process. You're going to make sure you're not paying anyone a fee and you're going to get the documentation from your payroll expenses for 2019 and get those ready to give those over to your banker. Okay, well... Uh, We're gonna put up a couple of links on this video. I want you to know about the sba.gov website. We might throw up a couple of others. And listen, if you wanna email me, I'd love to hear how things are going for you. Our application has been underway for several days now, and after this process continues, I'll report further to you. So you can help me find you by subscribing to our videos on our YouTube channel, or if you want, you can simply like us on Facebook. Our website, Facebook stuff is CorlissBarfield.com or at Corliss Barfield. Uh, or you can just email me at service at Corliss Barfield. We'll put that up as well. And if there's anything that I can help you with on my own time, I'm happy to do it. I want to take a minute to, again, thank my employees who are continuing to work on our client's business, which does not go away, because our business is property insurance. And if you had a fire three months ago, that loss isn't gonna go away just because of the COVID-19 virus. We have responsibilities for our clients and I appreciate how diligently my crew is working from their various work locations. We talk all the time, but they don't have to see me in person as much, I guess. So again, my name is Ted Corliss check out our website at www.corlissbarfield.com or give us a call. Be well.